was somewhere in my darkest dreams It was unlike anything I've ever seen The sun was raining to the sky I turned around and wondered I'm gone. This is Windy City Redneck, the podcast. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 6. Today we're out on the uh, far south side. We're out of the studio this week on location. We're hanging out with Father John. We'll bring him in a little bit. And co-hosting with me. Again this week, and I think it's starting to going to be the the regular routine. One more is with me. Say hello, one more. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining me. Hey, thanks for um, having me. Let's get the uh, get some stuff out of the way. Uh, eight folks. Uh, that last episode, um, number five, winning winning is everything. And you can hear the uh, four legged friends of the Windy City Redneck in the background. Like I said, we're on location again. Thanks for joining us. We're on the far south side of the Windy City. Um, just past, uh, just south of I-80. Uh, some snowflakes coming down. Recording this on Thursday, March 10th. We're going to drop this either late tonight, um, if I can get it stitched together. If not, I'll get it stitched together on Friday morning, so you'll be listening to us on Friday, March 11th. Again, we go every two weeks. You're used to that by now, but I was referring to uh, uh, episode five one more. and uh, <laughs> Don't start. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that episode was uh, winning. Winning is everything, and I don't know who you've talked to, but I've gotten some great comments on that one. Yeah, everybody loved it. <laughs> I know. And uh, so thanks for uh, your patronage. Thanks for tuning us in. We do appreciate it. Numbers are high on that one. I have a feeling some people might be re-downloading it if they didn't save it on their phone. <laughs> There's just some funny shit in there. Again, we are extreme and explicit language. Sometimes it's intentional, unintentional, but shit happens, and you know how that goes on this podcast. Uh, no squirrel count this week. Northwoods Matt is up in the Northwoods. He's still snowmobiling, so I don't think either me or you are going to be able to keep track of the squirrel count. We'll just no. let that go for this week. And there's still no winner from Episode 4 on uh, the Windy City Redneck Apparel. Check us out at WindyCityRedneck.com. We're on Facebook, Windy City Redneck, also on Instagram and Twitter. I did post a picture on um Instagram with the new uh, new sweatshirts. One more is wearing his tonight. Um, they're like a charcoal gray with the uh, four-color logo on the front. I did post that on Instagram, and I intend on getting that on the website this weekend for you folks to purchase. One more was uh, tooling around on our website, too. And, uh, hey, thanks for bringing that up about us not having a... What, secure? Yeah, that we weren't secure. Yeah, it doesn't come up as a secure site with a yeah. lock on it. Yeah. But uh, thanks to one more and him paying attention to that, I fixed that. Uh, so we do now have an SSL certificate on our website, so all transactions are secure on there. And, um, you know, um, check it out. I'm going to put the sweatshirts on. Now, the problem with the gear, folks, and one more will attest to this, I, I place an order, and, and I get the hats in, I get the sweatshirts in, I get the T-shirts in, and... It, me and you are, you know, we're not the Rockefellers yeah. or the Pritzkers. We don't have, you know, endless, you know, piles of cash laying around. So we order stuff accordingly. And by the time everybody in the club buys it, there's nothing left to put on the website. So <laughs> hopefully this week we'll, we'll get that done. Um, and again, thanks to all the guys out at Danotech. 
design, uh, what is it, Dan, Dan Tech Essentials, um, uh, Dan and all the guys out there in Ohio for the uh, working on our patch hats. We do appreciate it. Uh, that music in the background was Liam Durkin. Um, he, uh, we're coming up on uh, South, uh, South Side. Uh, Irish Parade. Irish Parade, South Side Irish Parade. And Liam will be, where, where was he going to be one more? Did you look? You got yeah, that? Got it right Want to tell our he's listeners at, where he's going to be? On 311, he's at North and Maple at 18401 North Creek Drive in Tinley Park. On the 12th, he's at Old St. Pat's, Shamrockin', 700 West Adams. Uh, I guess he's there in the afternoon. And then at night, he's at Blarney Callahan's and 10618 Western. And then on the 13th, he's at Gaelic Park, 6119, 147th Street. The room. And we'd like to thank uh, Liam for letting us use his music. That was uh, I'm Gone, the official music and official theme song of Windy City Redneck, the podcast, and everything Windy City Redneck. Um, and then uh, tomorrow night is a big night. Uh, we will be at Hearts Saloon tomorrow night at 99th and Artesian in Evergreen Park. The guys that we have on here from time to time, the band Out of Touch, will be performing tomorrow night at Hearts, 9 p.m., $5 at the door. I would suggest you get there early. One more. It's a pretty small venue. Yeah, it's not a big bar, but they yeah. hold quite a bit. But, uh, yeah, but uh, it's going to fill up quick. So yeah. if you're planning on coming out, uh, one more might be up there. I know I'm going to be up there. Maybe a couple other guys in the crew. Um, come on up. Uh, check out Will and uh, Vito. Uh, Tim and Beck and Beck may be uh, rumor too. going around. He might be singing. Cool. Yeah. yeah so. I'm kind of dying to hear, see him. See yeah. I, just, I, I And I missed that last show. Okay. Um, so uh, it, it'll be nice to get out there on this one. So, uh, and um, we got some, uh, some things coming up that we're going to be working on uh, both on the podcast and on the website. And uh, we're going to be focusing a lot on the apparel. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I, I, we had talked about in one of the episodes with Northwoods, Matt, we were talking about the hot sauce. So I have an update on the hot sauce. The hot sauce company sucks balls. Um, <laughs> this guy that I placed the order with, I'm not going to say the name of their company because I don't want to get sued for defamation or anything like that, but they suck. And how you can own a, a, a sauce company, and and I get there's stuff going on with COVID and there's delays and everything, but this guy just dropped the ball, and I, I finally canceled the order. Um, and I didn't even look at my credit card to see if he gave me the money back. I just don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> so I'm, we're back to square one on the hot sauce, and Northwoods Matt is working um, – on his uh, family recipe on the barbecue sauce. You know, he's got another chef involved in uh, Northwoods. Matt's mom uh, was in town from uh, Louisiana, right? Yeah. I think I believe it's down in the bayou, Louisiana. She was in and she was going to taste it and see if, if he sure. was getting close. Okay. He thinks he's one ingredient away. Yeah, to the original recipe that he had yeah. a long time ago. So if he can, can get to that... Um, he will. Hey, so as usual, I don't, I don't really... I very rarely have an outline, and this episode number six is one where I have, I have jack shit. So uh, <laughs> everything that I was planning on talking about changed. I was telling one more on the right out here that I thought we'd talk about the baseball strike, which I th- I think we still can. A little bit, yeah. And, I, and, I think, and, and we've always said that we our intention in the beginning was not to talk politics, but on this one, that's, that's where I'm going to start off. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, let's bring in uh, our host. Uh, he's got us out here. Father John, say hello to everyone. Hello, everybody. Uh, John, um, call him Father John. And if you go back to episode, was that this season or was that last season? I don't remember. It was an episode we did at the barn. 
And when did Jim get married? That's it was after that. It's October. Okay, so it would have been so after would, that, shortly after. Yeah, that. so it would have been in season one. Yeah. I don't know what the episode was, but we do talk talk about you, Father John. Yeah, and um, <laughs> how you are now ordained and everything, and, and that's the line of questioning I, I want to go little, through. I was a little scared. I, it's just um, God bless you, my son. <laughs> <laughs> and what's so funny about that is I know you're full of shit when you say that. Uh, yeah. Um, so what brought it about? Was that so? Well, reacquaint our wit- listeners. Uh, one of the guys in the crew. One of the twins, Jim, got married. He got married the same day as my son, Trevor. I was in uh, Nevada, and you guys were all up in the North Woods. And um, you you did the the ceremony. You performed the the, ser- the service, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. So how did how did that all come about? Was that your idea? Was that Jim's idea? Tell was, tell us actually, how that happened. It was Jim's wife, Florence, idea. Okay. So uh, my niece Jenny came in from Colorado, and so we had a get together, and we went to a local pub here in the south side and all of a sudden uh we're all having fun and lauren comes up to me and says uh uncle johnny would you be interested in uh hosting my wedding and i'm like what are you talking about and she says oh uh i want you to be the uh, minister of it and i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) and uh so i let it sink in for a little bit and she sent a link to my wife and myself and then all of a sudden about a week later i was sitting on the couch and my wife uh leaned over and says hey by the way you're ordained nice yeah through who uh through i'm not sure the the ministry (laughs) (laughs) the first baptist ministry of of the internet or (laughs) internet church.com yeah yeah yeah. you could tell i'm a really good minister (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah um were you nervous at all when you did it when, you, when the actual ceremony came, not really. Uh, actually, the I, I have to you know look it up and you know I, I feel bad that I don't actually know the ministry that I'm part it's of. It's fine. Sometimes we can't even remember the name of our own podcast. So yeah. go ahead. <laughs> but anyway, but they had it all set up. It was great. Uh, you know, you could go and have three different type of weddings, to where it could be a, a moderate or a you know a very long uh, drawn out one or just a real simple one and. So uh, Lauren and Jim decided to do the moderate one, and it worked out real good. And you can go to the website and uh, just punch in their names, and they'll print out the whole uh, venue for you so you just read off the script. Nice. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think that's anything I want to get involved in. No. There's, I'll be marrying all the wrong people. Yeah. You know? uh, you'd be a good minister there, Chief. Yeah, you would. No, I've, I had enough on my plate. I got enough on my plate. The only, but, the only problem is everybody get a nice news story. They get, they get the latest yeah. on the, you know, war, yeah, your yeah, opinions on yeah, you know, yeah. the politics. Yeah, you wouldn't stop with just, I do. Oh, God. Uh, and I didn't even really mean to say that. Oh, God. Um, that's, that's okay. I forgive you. That's okay. Thank you, Father John. Father John. Hey, cool. Awesome. You know what we're going to do at the barn? We're going to build a confessional. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, we already got church pews. Yeah, we do. That's right. We do. We, we got, set up church. Yeah. You guys got like an ice shanty where we could have the people come inside yeah. and sit down. <laughs> we'll just use a porta potty. Slide the porta potty in. And, in sliding door. You, you, you sit in the porta potty. We'll be on the outside. I don't know. I'd like it the other way around. <laughs> so which one is that? As long as we got the four-legged friends of the Windy City Redneck in the back, which one is that's Cato. Okay, and what uh, breed is Cato? Cato is a German Shepherd. How he's old? A, he's ten years old, one hundred and eighteen pounds. Wow! And the other one is Logan. 
And what is Logan? Logan's a German Shepherd as well. He's about 90 pounds. Okay. How old? He's seven. Nice. Yeah, that, that, there's some big dudes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're big. But you get it, you got a nice spread out here. You get that big yard and everything, so you get the big dogs and plenty of room for them. And, and, and our listeners are used to it, so if they're barking, they're barking. It's they. You know, it happens. Uh, that's one of the things with this podcast. We're real people just like you. We work hard for a living, get up, do our thing. So, you know, shit happens in the background. And you're not going you know, you to keep those dogs quiet. No. They're just doing their job. And if they are quiet, they're not, you know, they're not doing their job. So, um, but, yeah, so, they, so you were in that episode, and we, we were talking about that. And uh, But, yeah, dude, a confessional. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I was it could be one of those Johnny on the Spot uh, Porta Johns or something. Yeah, 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 yeah there you yeah. Go, there you. Go. That's a new business, yeah. Johnny on the Spot Confessionals. You just pull the porta potty in the back of the trailer. No, Father Johnny on the Spot <laughs> Confessional. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> to go dot com. Yeah, but you have the urinal. Oh, dude, of... I'm I'm picturing a whole new line of apparel. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, instead of having the shitter in there, you just yeah. you know you just have a little bench yeah. that they have to sit. Yeah, <laughs> and there's there's Father John. That's, that's oh, new one's. Perfect. This is perfect timing. Uh, Father John will be there with a beer in his hand. Let's let's do a beer call. One more. What are you drinking today? Hailstorm Southside Irish. Johnny, what are you drinking? Uh, same thing. Hailstorm Southside Irish. And what am I drinking? Modelo. Uh, Modelo Niagro. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, nice and cold, and that's the way we like it. Uh, usually, I'm drinking the seltzers, but uh, I don't know. I've been kind of doing okay with the beer lately. Right. One more. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's kind of unusual, but I'll have beer uh, tomorrow night. Um, and. Uh, when we're at Rosie's, and as long as we're ringing up uh, the folks at Rosangelo's, uh, I posted on Facebook on my personal page, and I don't think I did it on our Redneck page, but uh, a lot of you folks uh, patronize Rosangelo's Pizza, Rosangelo's Pizza in Evergreen Park. And earlier, uh, last Friday, um, Bill, and I, I'll mess, mess up his last name. The reason I'll mess up his last name is I didn't even really know Bill's last name. Bill was one of the uh, old-time delivery drivers there. And he passed away last Friday, uh, right right before me and Roscoe showed up. And uh, Jack was pretty bummed, the, the, the owner of yeah. Los Angeles. And him and Bill went way back. I guess Bill uh, was a driver there for 30 years. Yeah. And, yeah no, uh, I remember he was, came to our house and my parents' house. Yeah. He always brought uh, treats for the dog. Yeah, Anybody always. that had a dog, oh, yeah. he always had some treats. Always, and he was, he was a diehard Sox fan. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, he was, he was actually on uh, – Barstool Chicago. He was on their Facebook page. Oh, really? In full uniform, and um, and in uh, typical Bill McElliot, McElligot. I, I can't say his last name correctly, and I, I do apologize to his friends and family for that. We'll just call him Bill. Bill from Rosie's. Um, not to get super crazy descriptive and everything, but uh, I went to the wake today, and uh, first time I'd ever met his wife, and just told her that you know what a great guy. Every time we were in there, if he if he wasn't busy running out with a pizza, he would stop and talk to me and Roscoe. Um, always a nice man. In the all the time that we've been in the restaurant, or any time he would deliver to the house, um, and uh, he was uh, dressed appropriate today at his own wake. Uh, they had him in his White Sox uniform. And that's the way that uh, he uh, he he loved the White Sox and um, and uh, all the people at uh, Los Angeles will miss him. You know, everyone on the South Side that knew him, he was such a great a great guy, nice guy. And both of my sons, Trevor and Tanner, had the pleasure to work with him when they worked at Rosie's. So uh, may he rest in peace. And um, to his friends and family, you know, uh, just remember he was he was an incredible guy, always friendly, always cordial, always asked you how you were doing, and. Uh, it was just always that way, and it's and it's a loss. So, um, 
tomorrow, Rosangelo's is closed in the afternoon. The family is having their funeral lunch in there tomorrow. Funeral's tomorrow. So um, Rosie's will be open uh, closed during the day, but they'll be opening up later on. Uh, I think they're still night. just doing car- uh, carry-out. Yeah, delivery and carry-out <clears throat> tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think they open the restaurant back up at 3 or 4. Yeah, I know. You've seen it. It's on there. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, uh, nice guy. Such such a nice guy. And um, I, I, I didn't know if I should go or not, you know, just – and then when I when I met his wife, I yeah, <laughs> what a great guy. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I just how do you introduce yourself to to someone like that? And I just said, hey, I'm yeah. I'm Renee, um, and I'm just a Rosie's regular, and and I've got you know I said uh, just told her you know how how nice he was and everything. She said thank you very much. And I got there real early. It started at three, and I think I was there at three o four, and um, it was one of our first you know non family members there and. When I turned around and I looked behind me, um, that was a lot of. I, I didn't feel weird anymore because, or out of place because I looked behind me and I saw a bunch of people from the neighborhood yeah. that were the same thing. They're they're regulars that go to that pizza joint or have had him the pleasure of him years, delivering for yeah. thirty years. Yeah, yeah, and coming to your house, you know, and, and just and, so I didn't know his name. But I knew him as a guy that gave the treat. You know, he's like the guy that yeah. the treats for the dog. Yeah, I, I always knew his first name. I always knew yeah. it was Bill. You yeah. know, I mean, um, but uh, such a great guy. But uh, yeah, he'd come yeah. up to your table when you were there and just say hi. And be oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 he'd always see how it was, how you were doing and stuff. And if if you had a Sox hat on, he would definitely stop and talk to you. Um, what would happen if he had a Cubs hat on? You think? You know, that's one thing you don't really have to worry about at that establishment. I don't know. Although I do call, isn't I think one of the Nicole is Nicola. Nicole might be a Cubs fan. Yeah, you know more people over there. Yeah. So, but um, but again, yeah, not to 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 dwell on anything, but uh, just wanted to mention that uh, great guy and uh, you know, uh, and not in a in a joking way, but. Uh, you are ordained. Maybe you could put a good word in for the guy. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. You rest in peace. <laughs> I can't even believe I'm sitting next to a priest or, or a minister or whatever you are. Um, whatever you are. Yeah, no, 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 whatever you are. I don't know what you are. So coming coming soon to a parking lot near you, Father John Epati. What are we calling it? Father Johnny on the spot confessionals will be coming to a festival near you. They'll be right next to the Windy City Redneck Apparel table at, at a festival yeah, um, Father Johnny's near pit you. stop. So, yeah. So, hey, you know, it's, and, you know, I wish we had better news on that thing. But um, I, we talk on this podcast a lot about how we weren't going to talk about politics. And um, but we, <laughs> we we're going to we're going to we're going to you can't avoid it right now. I mean, um, I know, uh, uh, Father John, and your prof- your your real profession, besides the side gig you have of, of saving souls, um, you work in the construction industry. And me and you were talking off mic about material shortages and how crazy uh, the prices are and everything um with what you and you've been doing it for a long i think you've been in your industry what 37 years or something like that yeah that's correct so what do you what do you think you think this stuff these these material shortages are real you think it's there's it's in it's orchestrated what do you think I think it's a little bit both. Like last year, it was orchestrated because, you know, they said that they could not get product out to the uh, consumers and there was a shortage material wise. Now we're finding out now we're finding out that, uh, you know, we can access stuff from the mills, but the price is just 
you know, outrageous. Like, you know, go to your Home Depot and your Menards and take a look at what what a sheet of, you know, OSB costs. It's just outrageous. It's uh, pricing has gone up 100% since November. And, uh, you know, we can't find any rhyme or reason why that price is so high. One of the things that 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 maybe you could shed some light on is, uh, for our listeners, I don't, I know, um, there's a lot of different people that listen to this. So, I mean, maybe you could shed some light on it, but some people think that, there's some price gouging going on right now, but what people have to understand in the industry that you're in, especially, is that you bid these jobs that you're working on now, maybe as much as 12 months ago, and you based it on prices that were back then. Now you have to deal with the inflation and all these added costs and everything, and and, and that's got to be tough. Oh, it's absolutely tough. You know, we used to be able to hold pricing for six months to a year. Now you can hold pricing for about two weeks. I mean, we don't even put expirations on uh, proposals. I mean, the price is only good <laughs> for the piece of paper that you get today because, you know, lumber market, it's going up anywhere uh, from 10, 15%, you know, a month. And, it, you know, how do you account for that? You can't. You, you give them real time pricing today. And then whenever the project becomes a real project, then you revisit the pricing and, you know, you, whatever the difference is, you know, you have to pass it on. You can't absorb it. Yeah, now a lot of a lot of companies, uh, you know, and, and again, I'm in the home improvement business too. You're you're on it, you do it on a much larger scale than than what my company does. But um, has this affected your workforce at all? No. As a matter of fact, um, I just got back from a conference in Las Vegas at the UBC, which is the United Brotherhood of Carpenters, and uh, the big thing right now is the fear is is the the labor shortage, because there is so much work out there that. Um, you know, we're worried about, you know, come, you know, six months and to get into the summer months and stuff about having enough manpower to staff all the work nationwide. So you and I had a, a conversation about this a little bit yesterday. We were at a, a social function. and I'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, <laughs> he was laughing. Well, is this in. one of those ones where he's, he's spitting out his beer again? No, no you're not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one more is at the end of the table. Father John is in the middle. Um, oh, what, do you, what do you? Wrong. What do you? Yeah. What do you? Uh, going back. My beer out no, no seriously. No, some, you know we do solve some problems on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you sure know, we do. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> probably create more. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Father John, uh, back to the labor thing. Um, why do you think there is a shortage? You think it's, you think it's uh, generational? I mean, what do you, what do you think? You think it's, you think it's COVID right now? I mean, what do you think it is in the big picture? Well, a lot of it was uh, going all the way back to two thousand eight, nine, and ten when you had the downturn in the economy. There was a lot of people that left the workforce and did not return, and now. You know, it's taken several years to get back, but now things are just booming. And plus, too, you had a lot where everybody was pushing college, 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 and you didn't have a lot of people going to trade schools. So, I, you know, it's just it's a shortage of, of labor where people have left the market and they're just not coming back. You know, and two, the other thing is, is you've got, you know, uh, conglomerates like Amazon that are just huge with opening up positions and people just going and working for them. You know, leaving the, the trade to just do something where, you know, they don't have to, it doesn't take much for them just to put boxes and, and they would just want to sort and do stuff. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a real concern that everybody has. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think when we were having it, and I've had this discussion with other people, so I may have some of it confused that maybe me and you didn't talk about it. And when I said, is this generational? I, 
from my my perspective, I also see that the younger generation is so uh, reliant on technology, and they don't want to. I don't want to say they don't want to get their hands dirty, but they're not interested in it. They don't like they don't like working with their hands. If the if their iPhone or their Android or their laptop can't do it, it seems like they're not interested. And then the other thing with that generation, I'm, and I'm not picking on them, but we we've become so everything in, in our in our society is disposable. Okay, mm-hmm. so if your TV goes out, it's fuck inst- it. Instant- I'm just going to go get another one. Okay. I'm not interested in getting it fixed, and it's, it's instantaneous. And is that all right? So let's do the TV. <clears throat> so is, is is your train of thought? Screw it! I'll go get a new TV because they're just as cheap. Or do you not take it to get it fixed because you can't find anybody that wants to fix it anyway? Because there's no TV repairman because nobody wants to work with their hands. Yeah, nobody does that anymore. Well, there are no TV repairmen anymore because of exactly what you said. Well, and it's price point too. You know, it's cheaper to go get a t- new TV because the technology is changing so rapidly mm-hmm. that you know, and they're making them so many of them that the price point. You know, it's everything. You know, your washer, dryer, your dishwashers, everything. You know, they make them so they only last so long, and then you go out and you buy another one. Yeah, and and that's a shame because I mean, there used to, I mean, like I said, we're we're broadcasting from the south side. We're not in the lounge today, but uh, and and it's it's probably true in a lot of big cities in America. But uh, we're lucky. Uh, we actually still have. I think we still have in in our area right on the, the south side where we're at. I think we have two shoe repair guys. Yeah, yeah you know we, we still yeah. and leather, they're, they're shoe repair guys. Yeah, that yeah. still do that. Yeah, the one guy I know is still there. I used to bring uh, back in the day uh, when me and Greg used to coach together. Um, he was the guy. Uh, the one guy we used to take the baseball mitts there. Mm-hmm. You know, a, yeah. a catcher's mitt. If you had a broken in catcher's mitt. And the laces came out of it. You took it to him to get it, to to sew it back together and lace it back together because a catcher's mitt, a good catcher's mitt, can set you back. Oh yeah. And it, and if it's broken in already, you know, and then you gotta yeah, break it in a new one. Than, yeah. So we yeah, go up to that guy. It's yeah. not broken, and they yeah. just pop right out and, and um, drop it. Everything. Yeah, I did 13 years with the Orland Youth Association, the yeah. boys program, and yeah, anytime you had a broken in catcher's mitt, it's like everybody wanted it. It was like gold. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you made sure that you're either you know somebody on the team or the catcher kept track of that thing. You, know, you didn't want want that thing disappearing, and they were they're expensive. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And uh, but it just goes back to you know learning a trade. And so you went to this conference, and um, you went to one of my favorite uh, cities, Vegas, and we talked about that yesterday. But at this conference, um, and you talked to these other people from around the country. Do they see things getting better? Do you see things getting better on the labor front? No. As a matter of fact, they're they're concerned about it because, and that's one of the reasons with the conferences, you know, the unions now are reaching out to the high schools, and and getting you know trying to solicit and, and approach them to say, hey, there there's a, a an opportunity out here for you, with the trades, and it's not, you know, with a burden. You know, you're not coming out when you're done with your apprenticeship program. You don't have a debt of, you know, like a college. Yeah. You know, you do. And the big thing is, it's a career, and that's what they need to understand. Is this is a, a long term career? I mean, I've been in the carpentry for 37 years, so it's not only a career; it's a pension, it's it's health and welfare, and it's you know, it, and it's a trade that you will always carry with you your whole life, no matter what you decide to do. Yeah, and I, I, it's hopefully you can reach the the people that you know can contribute and actually do this. Yeah, yeah I mean, 
eventually, I mean, you're going to run out of people. Yeah. <laughs> no, can... actually, actually, Joey went to a trade, uh, like a fair today. They brought in some of the trades to talk to him at the school today. Yeah, I mean, and look at it. I mean, not everything can be disposable and replaceable. I mean, if your toilet breaks, yeah, you can get a new toilet. But if it's something with the, you, you know, still have to the, have somebody install it. Yeah, well, <laughs> and yeah, you might be able to fuddle through it. Yeah. But if if your sewer needs to get rotted out and it's you know ninety feet down the main line, yeah. you can't do that. Yeah. You got to call a plumber. Well, yeah. and I and that actually happened to me a couple weeks ago, and I use the same guys all the time. And every time they come there, it's a different guy. And yeah, because the, the somebody has quit and gone on to do something else, you know, something easier. Yeah. You know, which 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 is a, a shame, and you know, I the, the labor thing, and it's not only uh, you know, it's not just in carpentry and construction and everything. And I had mentioned we were at a social event yesterday. Uh, one more you know, was the uh, what do we want to call it? The uh, the guest, the, the man guest, the, the, the man, the man of the hour. <laughs> um, uh, we always talk about our first responders and everyone that's affiliated with Windy City Redneck and everything, and. Um, one more um, has uh, decided to hang it up um, with his first job. He's going to take a little break and move on to something else. But uh, congratulations to you! Thank yeah, you. congratulations! And that was uh, twenty-eight years of service. Yes, in the in the line of work you were in. Yeah. Um, I, uh, congratulations! Thank and, you. And thank you. Thank you for all your years of service. You know, I appreciate it. You know, all the Rednecks appreciate it. I know a lot of our listeners do, too. But I'll throw this question at you one more because it's it's a valid question for you, too. What's it? You know, you, you, you stepped aside. Are there enough young guns out there to replace you guys that are stepping aside? There are, but, the, I mean, the line of work I was in, the, nobody wants to do it anymore. So the gene pool is getting a lot smaller, if, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the selection, There's nobody wants the job. It's a great job, you know, pays the bills, but it's a tough job, and nobody wants a lot of a lot of people don't want to do it anymore. It's it's a shame that it was on the news that the city is giving all these perks because they're trying to get people on the on the department and stuff like that. So, yeah, they're it's going to be coming down. They're going to be giving it away. You know what I mean? And that's one of those things that you can't. You got to have your first responders. You got to have your fire. Got to have your police. You got to have your doctors. You got to have your nurses. You got to have all these EMTs and everything. If you don't have them, yeah. well, you know, well, our society's not making it easier for some of the professions easier. You know, either with the laws and stuff like that. That the Illinois laws are just getting insane of nobody being held accountable for you know whatever they do. I mean, look at Smollett. What did he get? A year? How many? What did he get? No, if that did I say 150 days or so, something yeah, like that. Yeah, what's that? This guy cost the city millions, millions of dollars in man hours to investigate a bogus crime that he made up for publicity and whatever reasons. Yeah, and it you know, and, and that that's totally insane. wasn't necessary. That's insane. But, and that's that's a whole other episode. And you got prosecutors that are prosecuting him. You know what I mean? Because they were, you know. The, Chief, uh, the in charge, of, you know, the chief prosecutor in Cook County is just well, she's a joke. I know, and you had mentioned laws and and, and all that, and you know, it, this is probably a, a good way to, to to get into this conversation, the laws and stuff. I remind our listeners, especially the guys in the club, um, and one more, I'll have you talk about this because I think you know a lot more. But I was trying to explain this to Murph, and um, I, I don't think I explained it to him the right way. Uh, so it's a it's a two part thing. So the first thing is you he had mentioned laws and how Illinois is all. Uh, screwed up with its laws and stuff. They actually, finally, I think, did something f- right for a change 
good as going to benefit some people. The um, Illinois state legislature made it legal this upcoming season. Now, there's some strings attached to it that they haven't published yet. But for you to use a rifle for uh, deer season this year during the gun portion. And there was a straight wall something. And I'm not an expert on this. And in the past podcasts, I've always said I'm not the sergeant at arms. Can you explain? Because I think I screwed it up when I was telling Murph about it. But what is... The way that you read that law, what what can you use? It sounds like it's just a straight walled cartridge, rifle cartridge. Like your real high-powered rifles are neck-down cartridges. They're like real thin at the thing, and then they fatten up because they hold so much powder. These are straight walled cartridges, like your thirty thirty. But I don't I don't know what calibers they threw out there because there are some pretty hot loads that you can get in straight walled. But I know that was part of the law. I'm not sure exactly what calibers. I know like Indiana's. On their website, their DNR website lists like the calibers that you're allowed to use because you're allowed to use a rifle in, in certain part, you know, in uh, Indiana. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so I'm not sure what it is. And I went on the DNR's website and they don't have it. It's not on there yet, so it doesn't say that. You yeah, can I don't use think it. they have it. So all if the law out. passed it, it's it's not the DNR hasn't acknowledged it yet. Yeah, and I know that they can they can fine tune it too based on whether you're on private land. Or you're on public land, and I'm sure there's going to be you know a lot of restrictions. And- yeah. Well, that's the main reason why they don't want you using them is because we're open country with the farmland and stuff. You shoot a high-powered rifle, that thing's going to travel for mile and mile and mile and hit somebody's house or whatever, you know. Yeah, that's... Whereas, like, you go to Northwoods where Matt's at, and there's trees everywhere. That round's not going very far because it's so thick. Yeah. And it, it... I mean, I see it as an advantage, and I also see the the safety part concerns me. Yeah. And that... I mean, that, that always... Has concerned me even with the shotguns. You know, you you got to be careful out there, and you know, um, just pay attention to what the hell you're doing. Yeah, but the shotgun, you know, it's 200 yards. It's hit in the dirt. You know, you're losing so much energy after 200 yards. I mean, you're talking. You could shoot a half a mile, miles with the you know high powered yeah. rifles. Still, still got energy to knock you down. Yeah. Well, you, you know, we're talking about safety and, and just being smart, and um, you know, the angels above need to. You know, keep an eye on you and everything. But I, I've got uh, another great idea for Father John. I think, uh, yeah, I, we can. I know that we'll have you at uh, uh, the beginning of the season. Um, but I think we should have the blessing of the bows and the blessing of the shotguns. Oh, that sounds awesome, dude! I was at I was at my nephew's uh, christening. Hey, I'll take one while you're up. Um, I was at my nephew's christening, and um, the priest. This was at Saint Christina's. And the, the priest says, he goes, he says, all right, now, if there's anybody here that would like me to bless something, you're more than welcome to bring it up. And I sat there, and the light bulb hit, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I should have brought my compound, my crossbow. So we'll have uh, Father John do confessions in the morning. And then uh, we can do a uh, blessing of the weapons in the afternoon. Yeah, actually, we go to St. Christina's every year to get our motorcycle blessings. Do you really? Every year they have it, yeah. Get out. Yeah, they park the bikes. It's usually in April. Park the motorcycles. You go by St. Christina's, the one on 111th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's where I was at. Yeah. yeah. It'll be, all the bikes will be right on the sidewalk all along 111th Street, and you'll go in there, and there'll be anywhere from, like, myself and my wife and uh, Chicago police officers, everything. And they'll be in there, and it's a, just a, it's part of the ceremony for the day. And the, the priest and the deacon actually come out to each individual bike, and you stand next to it. And they actually come out with the water, and they bless your bike. <laughs> Dude, they, they give you a bell awesome. for your bike. It's awesome. Dude, that is, you know, and that's, 
you need all the help you can get because people don't pay fucking attention to you guys, right? You know, I mean, they don't, you know, I see those banners. Uh, what what the banners? Uh, see motorcycles, right? You okay there? You, you're struggling from, you, were late, you had a late night last night. A little rough. He's, he'll, you'll be fine, though. A couple uh, Irish Reds. Hey, and uh, shout out to the folks at Hailstorm. Um, we're on our way out here, and one more wanted to stop there and pick up the, is it always called Southside? Irish ale? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if they, like, renamed it because it's that time of year. But um, one more had us uh, stop there because you wanted some, and he wanted some, and that was the first time I've ever been there. That's a nice place. Oh, yeah, and then they have, uh, other than the Southside Irish, they got another, I think it's uh, probably 19 other selections of beer there yeah, yeah we were looking we were looking at the menu 10 percent alcohol by volume yeah. oh my god it's the pha <laughs> oh, yeah the, no. the irish red is 15 point or no. it's 5.5 percent alcohol by volume yeah. but they've got some 15 percent alcohol by yeah volume. the last time i got some vlad peanut butter flavor stuff i had three cans i was hammered oh hey <laughs> it was 10 10 percent uh, volume well volume. shout out to those guys we were in there and i i had a light bulb moment there too i looked at one more and i'm like man we, we should just have father john meet us over here do the podcast here they got all those tables in there and everything and the guys and one more had talked to the guy behind the counter and said well those are the owners right there if you want to ask him and i'm like no nah, i gotta have my sales pitch ready on that so if the guys from hailstorm are listening be prepared because i'm probably gonna give you a call eventually and uh, see if we can do a remote podcast from there. Should see if we can get Liam to play there or the boys. Yeah, that, that is a great place. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. It's, it's, it's yeah. We, we can bring the confessional. There you go. Liam Durkin playing. Yeah. We're drinking. Yeah. Johnny's doing. Yeah. And Father yeah. John's doing the confessionals. Remote confessionals. Remote confessionals. You can just do it in the toilet. Do they, I don't know. They have dual stalls. Can you do it from stall to stall? Oh, God. <laughs> I, can, I can only imagine. We can, we can assign one stall for the confessional. Yeah. Yeah. Now, all right. So let's say that I, I come and I, I sit down in the stall. Yeah. And I confess and I say, Father John. Forgive me for my sins. I swore on the podcast. What would my penance be? What would you tell me I'd have to do? Uh, next time, say something really nice to somebody on the podcast. So I had no Hail Marys involved because I can't even remember the fucking Hail Mary. <laughs> to tell you oh, the truth. Here we I, go. I know the Our Father. <laughs> yeah. I know the Our Father. That one I can. That one I can. Even better, remember. we'll start a tip jar where you got to put money in every time you swear. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well and, there'd and, be a lot of money in there. And wipe twice. Yeah. <laughs> With dude wipes. We could become an official sponsor. We could do dude wipes. Father John's Confessional, sponsored by Dude Wipes and Windy City Redneck Designs and Apparel. Did I ever so, tell you how I got the name Father John? I think you're about to tell us. Yeah, it was long before I became an ordained minister. By the way, really? I, I did find out. I did uh, a little research while was, uh, you know you guys were talking, but it was a universal life church. That's where you can get the ordained minister. Oh, God, you got the voice going. And, and he just right? looked at it. The way he looked at me, he's like, was the universal <laughs> life church yeah, we, we need to get a camera because that was a classic uh, <laughs> and now he's got that shitty grin on his face looking at me and i'm like oh god oh this is yeah we this we got to be careful with this because i don't want to get struck by lightning yeah. on the way home yeah we already didn't we already uh make people mad in louisiana and uh no we didn't uh uh ron did yeah uh, who was the I'm going to call him uh, Jimmy the Greek because he knows so much about gambling. 
<laughs> and again, Ron, if you're listening, I, dude, I am not, dude, I'm not busting your balls. You're you're a great guy. We love you in the club. You're actually the president of the club, so we should not be ragging on you. But dude, I love when I love when you're on the podcast because you. you you give us great content. <laughs> it just died. Yeah, it just died. The horse. Just died. It just died. <laughs> Who gave birth to the horse? Who gave birth? The people or the horse? <laughs> oh, it had a pony. Yeah, yeah. You roll the dice, and if you yeah, never hits, and if you, you never hits, you win. I, I could have told you that. Same play craps. Oh God! I, I want to. When we're on the way home, if we don't listen to that podcast that you were trying to. Okay, Bluetooth, we'll, we'll have we'll to listen to our own just because we can fine. laugh on the way home. But, um, well, no, on a, on a serious note, though, you know, I mean, um, I'm, I'm sure you take a certain amount of pride in the fact that you did it. Are, are you proud of the fact that you did it? I mean, oh, it's not a joke to you. No, absolutely I mean, not. It, it, it can be humorous, but I don't think it's a joke to you. And you probably had, you probably thought long and hard about doing that, right? Oh, I did. And I took it very serious as far as, you know, I went and I sent questions to the husband and wife. And I asked them specifically, you know, to give me, uh, you know, certain things about each other. So then I could incorporate it in the wedding. I mean, it was an actual wedding. And I went through and I made it as official as I could because it's a one and done, hopefully, for them that, you know, you hope that it, they can cherish this moment. And, you know, it's something that's going to be with them the rest of their life. So I took it very seriously. Well, and, and and I can tell in in your facial expression that that you did, and I wasn't doubted, doubting that you that you did. So uh, go back to the thing. How was it that you got the name Father John again? Okay, so squirrel. No, this yeah, was, that's a this squirrel. was after the squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, we uh, would golf every Sunday, and I had uh, there would be anywhere from four to sixteen of us golfing, and you know one thing would lead to another. We'd start out at seven o'clock in the morning, get into the golf course. Sometimes we'd get home at ten o'clock at night, and uh, one thing led to another, and a bunch of us ended up at a strip club, and uh, I was wearing a black polo. And one of the gentlemen that was with us, his name was Wally, and he looks over and uh, he, all of a sudden, a, uh, one of the strippers comes up and you says, said, "says Are uh, you a hooker?" Yeah. One of the strippers comes up and uh, Wally goes, "Hey, this is Father John. Take him in the back and defrock him." <laughs> <laughs> so, the more interesting part of the story, and this is a true story. Yeah. So I get in the back. And, and this is when you became a man of faith. Yes. So I'm in the back, and she's in the middle of giving me a lap dance, and she stops. I think you should be doing a confessional to me in one more. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. But yeah. she stops in the middle of the lap dance and looks me square in the eye and goes, are you really a father? And I go, no, who told you I was a father? She goes, the guy out there that paid for your lap dance. And ever since then, everybody in golf calls me Father John. And then here, you know, many years later, my niece goes, hey, I want you to marry me and become an ordained minister. I'm like, what? Is this a, a sign from above? Or we what? should have just told her, "There's, I can't. I've already been defrocked. Yeah. There you go. Well, that, that could have went a different way, too. Yeah, yeah. I'll frock you. Hey, is Wally still around? No. Unfortunately, Wally yeah. died from uh, lung cancer, but. 
He was yeah. a great guy. Yeah. He was an instigator. And uh, I tell you, we have so much memories of him and all the great times. He he introduced me to alcohol and golf. <laughs> <laughs> Two of the best things out there, right? Yeah, yeah until I chipped yeah. the ball from, yeah. from uh, the side of the green. I chipped it and it went in the hole. And he goes, okay, you're done drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's, I, you know, and like I said, I, I shoot from the hip on this. Now, so now you get how me and one more, how our style is on this. We, we get in it. It kind of. Each episode kind of evolves into whatever it needs to be, and uh, I, I, I think I, I know the. Uh, uh, we'll go with uh, I know the title for episode six. Defrocking of Father John. No, no, I, I think uh, this one. I think we're going to do a little bit more serious note because I, I want to follow up on uh, something else, and then we'll take a break. Um, I think we'll call this one episode number six and uh, the angels above. Well, we're going to call it the angels above, and the main reason is I, I can't see that. Okay. What is it? Mentioning about the applications for the... Oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to do that in the next segment. We're going to take a break in a couple minutes. But I think we'll call this the Angels Above, and here's why. Uh, one, uh, Bill's passing, Bill from Rosie's. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I didn't think that we'd be talking about your buddy Wally, you know, passing away. Um, Greg, seemed like a nice Greg's guy. And birthday. it was uh, our uh, founding president, uh, Greg, his uh, birthday was yesterday. Yes. And... Uh, it was uh, interesting, and I, I think, it, you know, sometimes the stars align. Sometimes things happen for a reason. You know, uh, one more's, uh, um, you know. Going away party. Going away party um, was on the same day as Greg's birthday. You know, Bill passed last Friday. True South. You know, these are all Southside people. One more is a true Southsider. Johnny, you're a true Southsider. Your entire family is. And it was nice at the social event last night, uh uh, Johnny, and one more to see your family out there. It was good to see your mom out there. And um, and I, when we come back from break, um, I want to mention uh, uh, a really good time we had two Sundays ago. Me and one more had a fucking blast. I want to talk about that. You were there uh, when we when we were out on that that Sunday afternoon. I had so much fun. Oh, I've told so many people about that. And I don't want to spoil it. Talk about it when we come back from break. Um, but folks, uh, you're listening to Windy City Redneck the podcast. Check us out at windycityredneck.com. This is Season 2, Episode 6, The Angels Above. Is that what I said it was? Yes. We'll call this one The Angels Above. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, um, we are going to talk a little politics, and then uh, we're going to get into what one more found out about um, uh, the upcoming uh, hunting season. There's uh, uh, The dates are out already, and we'll remind you of all that. And then uh, a couple more topics. Uh, we're already at the 45-minute mark. I think we'll try in the second segment. Try and keep it at like 25 minutes to a half an hour, but we always wind up going long. Yeah, so yeah. we'll do what we can, folks. Uh, stick around. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Uh, took that uh, quick little break there, turning some of the microphones down, a little bit of buzz in the back, and that usually comes out of there eventually. Hope it's not uh, too annoying to somebody. There we go. Get it out of there. Um, just before the break, uh, one more uh, was on his phone, and uh, let's get back to um, the hunting thing a little bit. Uh, the deadline is here. You want to uh, tell our listeners where we're at on that? Uh, it's just it's the time that if you're going to apply for a gun deer license, you, you know, it started March 8th, and I believe it goes till April. 
Did they raise any of the fees? Not that I know of. I was just talking to uh, Rick from out there and uh, where we hunt. He uh, called and congratulated me for, you know, my... Uh, your years, of, your years of service. Yeah, and he uh, he was telling me that uh, Indiana just raised their rates to, uh, like I think, uh, reciprocate for Illinois because Illinois is expensive for uh, non-residents. Okay. So he turned around and he uh, he said that they just raised their rates because he just found, I guess he found some a spot where he knows somebody now, so he might have some private land to hunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then one year he finally does they raise yeah. the rates. Well, that's how that's how it happens. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, so I, they, I, it started. It started, started on the eighth, March eighth, right? yeah, March eighth. And you can hear the four-legged friends of the Windy City redneck in the background. We are on the far south side of the Windy City, far, 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 far south side. Oh, um, <laughs> far. Yeah, we're the other side of eighty today, well, which is no problem. And I, again, thanks for having us out here, Father John. No, you're um, welcome. Uh, appreciate it, and uh, appreciate your time. Appreciate you coming on, and uh, you're welcome to come on the podcast anytime you want to. Yeah, I'll bring um, my uh, confessional. Yeah. Well, I'm not. We, when, when this podcast is over, we might have to sit down on the couch. I got a lot to tell you. Okay, fine. a lot, of, a lot of things to confess. So yeah, it looks like it's forty six fifty for resident deer, and that uh, gives you two tags. But I think that's like only uh, this and that, you know, public yeah. land. I think that's private. So I want to tell one more. Um, th- thank you for the uh, the uh, the sausage. Oh, the summer sausage. Yeah, it was it was excellent. Um, everyone at work enjoyed it, and everyone asked me, um, like, oh, you got deer sausage? And I'm like, yeah, this is, this, it's now known as that deer. Okay. Uh, and where are we at? We're at. The roadkill? Yeah, the roadkill deer. Let me write this down so I know what to get that out of there. And it was <laughs> 2.20. Let's just call it the roadkill deer. So the roadkill deer, yes, yeah. everyone enjoyed it. Yes. Um, it was extremely good. Um, as it so as it always work, is, so much less work. Oh, <laughs> Guard it all bam! Don't have to drag it out of the wood, <laughs> man. No, just no. You just street. get a phone call, and it's like, hey, dude, we got something for you. you come pick it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was excellent. So yeah, yeah. 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 And it, it it do you find it amazing how quickly all this stuff happens, and we got to go? It's almost time again. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. no. Actually, it just it seems like it was just yesterday that we yeah. were at deer camp. And, and I just I just burped from the beer, and I don't know why. I know, and I'm downwind. <laughs> it was and it, nasty, dude. And it, I think it's some of the, the deer sausage. I said it, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it came back. To it talk came to up. You. Yeah, it's kind of like my phone. You ever notice on your phone, you start talking about stuff? Oh, I was talking talk. to one of the girls <laughs> at work today. She's going to Nashville, right? And I'm I tell her, all right, you got to go to, you got to go to Rippy's, go to Tootsie's, you know, go to Honky Tonk Central, and all this stuff. So I'm telling her all these places to go, and about 20 minutes later, I look at my phone, and I open up my phone, and I look at my Facebook feed, and what's in there? Yep, Nashville, or some of yeah, those places. all three places. Really? It's all amazing. center in my news feed. Yeah. Now, I've always followed them, but now they're not in my news feed all the time. Then all of a sudden, Rippies was in there, and then Honky Tonk Central was in there, and then Tootsies was in there. I'm like, these some bitches are listening. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're listening. They, they most certainly are. Um, and so my point being on that is, so is my my acid reflux or whatever's going on. Talk about the deer sausage and all of a sudden that's the first time I burped all day and I could totally smell it. You Just know, let me know if it comes out the other end. Though. I want to get down one, farther down. Well, as long as we're speaking about the other end, what's with the frog motif in the bathroom? The frog motif? 
Yeah, the frogs. Everything, the frog towels. Who's who's the frog lover? That was my mother-in-law. Really? Yeah. Why? Oh, she just loved frogs. She was from the North Woods and just loved them. That and butterflies. But when she said, when you say that now, you have to be, <laughs> you have to be careful. When you say she was from the North Woods and loved frogs, you you do know that this is an outdoors podcast and typically when we talk about anything we usually talk about how you cook it and you eat it mm-hmm. so was that her or did she just like them no, she just liked them she yeah. just liked yeah. like yeah. them as a whole not yeah. like liked them like we like no the, she there wasn't the a she wasn't going frogging she wasn't going frogging well i don't know maybe they were i don't know i wasn't there but you ever go frogging uh, yeah, we yeah. did remember. Oh yeah, a, yeah with Louis. Yeah, with Louis from the North Woods, right by where Matt's at. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. With How'd you do? Forks. With pitchforks. Oh, did you? You did the you did the spears? <laughs> yeah, at night yeah. with at a night. flashlight. You did the trident like they did in Anchorman. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. Killed a man with a trident. Yeah. And then he uh, and then in a fiberglass canoe. Remember two two canoes? One was fiberglass. Oh yeah, and I think the trident ended up in the side of the fiberglass one. Yeah, we were, we were trained professionals. Let me tell you, <laughs> it doesn't sound so far fetched. Oh, it, no. It's like the one time there's a picture of me, Tim, and Greg. We got a picture of it. The pontoon boat wasn't working when we went out on the lake one time, so we had to take the rowboat. And I, I shit you not, we had the three of us in there, three tackle boxes, in the big cooler full of beer. And I'm telling you, and if this was a visual podcast, I'm, I'm holding up about a two-inch mark with my fingers. There was that much of the boat sticking out of the water. If one rogue wave would have came through, we would have been sunk. <laughs> Did one more ever tell you the story about the three of us with Greg? Or, the, or him and I and Greg, and uh, where we lost Greg out of the back of the boat, and he was driving the boat. Did you tell the story? Well, you might as well I've tell never, it now. I've never, I've never said it on the podcast, but I, I know I've told you the story. Well, go ahead. Tell it. Our listeners, is it tellable? Oh, definitely tellable. All right, well, go for it. I mean, if Greg was the... You know, he was the one that always got hurt when we went up to Wisconsin. You heard the rubber. I told oh, yeah, yeah. I told he the went, rubber band yeah, story. Yeah, which he went with John. Yeah. And they went, and that's the one where they asked, how'd you get here? You told that on yeah. the podcast. Yes, I did. And Yeah, and the doctor. All right, like, well, let's go with it. You know what? And we should. Uh, Greg, Like we said, Greg's birthday was uh, yesterday. Yeah. Um, this podcast is coming to you probably at this point on uh, Friday, March 11th. We're recording it on Thursday, <laughs> March 10th. Yeah. And uh, we had a really good time. Um, and... Uh, yeah, he's up in heaven. He's probably sitting there going, he is, way to go, guys. Is, Make fun of me. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, a bunch of hey, assholes. You know, and I, I want to tell you one more. I want to tell you something. Uh, one of the guys, uh, the parliamentarian, yes, came out sure, last yes, night. Yes, he did. And that was awesome to see him. Yeah, and uh, he said he had a good time. And uh, Yeah, he stayed late. He, he stayed did. For a while. He did. So I, he I saw him. More. He had one more. I had one I more saw, at least one that's, more. Fuck, that's exactly what I was about to tell the story. <laughs> I'm in the office, and I said, and I said to him, well, do you want to know how I told everyone at work? What t-? They're like, well, because I was dragging ass. Yeah. I had a really good time, so thanks for inviting me up there. It was nice to meet uh, all your work buddies, too. Yeah. All really nice great, people. Great I had guys. no doubt that they that they weren't. Um, glad you had a good time. Um, as I would bump into each one of them when you we were making the rounds, and I would talk to them separately, and they would ask who I was. We were both uh, flying our colors. We were both wearing yeah. our redneck, uh, Witty City Redneck, the podcast T-shirts. Um, they all had nice things to say about you, how great it was to work with you and everything and then and then when they were telling me this stuff i knew they weren't bullshitting me because i know you as a person so i knew it was true so again thanks for that but i had a great time but get back to the the parliamentarian he said i said to him i said i said so what time did you go home 
And he just did, oh, he was that dude lived up to his name. He just kept one more in me to death. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. I'm like, ah, oh, come on, you got time for one more. And I told him, I said, well, it was his night, dude. And he's like, yeah. He goes, that's why I stayed. And, uh, and uh, so the girls in the office were asking me. They could see I was dragging ass. And uh, they said, well, what time did you go home? And uh, I said, uh, I don't know. I think it was like. Eight thirty, nine o'clock. They're like, "Whoa, that's way past your bed." They didn't know. They know I go to bed at like yeah. seven thirty, eight o'clock because I get up at like four, right? So um, I'm like, "Well, I don't know." And then I, I, I'm like, "All right." So I looked at the pictures on my phone of us well, taking we our pictures. Out. Yeah, we we're walking. Dude, those pictures were like at nine forty at night. Oh, so you left a little later? Oh my god, that wasn't eight thirty. That was. I'm like, and I looked at it. I'm like, you know, you had a good then, time. And then, uh, and then, like, all of a sudden, I just got even more tired. I'm like, oh fuck, oh, I, I was out there. I was out oh, that no. late. I should have looked at the pictures we took at like seven o'clock. It would have felt a lot better, right? There you go. Oh, all right. So go ahead. Uh, this is uh, season two, episode six of Winnie City Redneck, the podcast. If you're listening to us, you know how to get here. But um, remind your friends that we are on all platforms. We're on Apple, Google, Amazon, uh, Stitcher, and our home base is at Buzzsprout. Our website is there as well. Check us out at WindyCityRedneck.com. Um, you know the routine on that. Spread the word. We do appreciate it. I did not look at the stats of where we were at on winning is everything. All I know is that people continue to download that one. So I'm that one is definitely it <laughs> <one is> definitely <laughs> definitely a fucking classic. It is and. Uh, but again, thanks to our, uh, we did have some listeners in Ireland again. Uh, we had uh, Sweden, Denmark. Um, uh, we did not have Italy this time around, but we, w- we were in a couple of uh, India again. And I know that's my uh, um, brother's uh, orphanage. The guy who runs my yeah. brother's orphanage is the one who listens. And I, I don't know how you can run an orphanage and listen to this podcast, but God bless the guy. Are you, uh, Father John, you should, God bless the guy. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, all right, so in uh, what I was going to say is season two, episode six, The Angels Above, and um, it, would, uh, it would not be appropriate to have an episode with that title without talking about some of those angels, which we did in the beginning, but this one, Greg, our founding president. So go ahead, Father John. Uh, uh, we were talking about... Well, you're talking about things coming out of orifices and all kinds of stuff that led to the frogs. Or, <laughs> orifices. Where did we go with Yeah, this well, thing? no, I asked you, you about the frogs, and, then, my friend. and you said, you said, well, I hope it doesn't come out. And then I talked about the frogs, and so I'm just trying to get everyone back in tune where we're at. Okay, so where we're at is um, your your boat story uh, with Greg. Go ahead. Oh, so, yeah, we're up north. It's uh, one more and I. And Greg's in the back of the boat steering it with the outboard motor. And we're driving and we're splashing some mutual friends of ours with a styrofoam cooler. One more and I. I'm in the front of the boat. Johnny's in the middle. Father John's in the middle. I just got to keep calling you Father John. It's just, it's creepy. I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyways, and Greg's driving just to set it up. So so we're splashing him with a styrofoam cooler. We're filling it up with water as Greg's driving the back of the boat. And uh, all of a sudden, the cooler breaks apart. Of course, it's styrofoam. And so Greg's driving us around and we're picking up pieces of styrofoam out of the lake. So one more reaches to get a piece of styrofoam, and I reach on the same side of the boat as he does, and the boat starts going over, and it's a full-size aluminum fishing boat, about 17-footer or so, and uh, all of a sudden, we look back, and Greg was gone. <laughs> and we're like, and the boat is still moving. Yeah, yeah, it's it's still still running. Running. How is that possible? Because you have to... 
Hold no, the throttle. No, it just it's turn, stuck. You turn it. You it's just stuck. turn it, and it holds. Yeah, it didn't, this one doesn't. It's yeah. not supposed to do that. I know it's an old motor. It doesn't. Yeah, the, whatever the like spring that's. Well, how far behind did you leave the poor guy? We don't know. Well, it's underwater. Well. <clears throat> what it was is I was sitting in the front, and you know there's that little seat in the very front of the point point of the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah So I'm yeah. looking back at Father John and Greg. Okay. And we're as we're going, it's like, oh shit, the cooler bro- broke apart. So there, he's looking, and Johnny, Father John's looking over the side of the boat, getting ready to grab a piece. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, I didn't, you know, I wasn't sure that the it broke yet. Uh, and Greg's staring it towards the piece, and then I see Johnny leaning over. I'm like, oh, what are you going for? So, so I lean over at the same time, like, oh, you're going for that. <laughs> so now the whole boat is like, yeah, the whole edge is just about like catching water, yeah, yeah. you know, on the side of the boat. And we both lean down, grab something, and then we turn around, and all of a sudden, it's like, where the hell did Greg go? He was gone. I yeah. mean, gone. He was just. He's yeah, but like, where was he? He I was mean, in the middle. He was in the middle of the lake on I mean, but how far back was he? Like a hundred yards, yeah, two hundred fifty yards. We're like, jumping. Holy shit! We're <laughs> jumping to the back of the boat to yeah. shut the motor up. We didn't want to run him over with a yeah. prop. Yeah, and then the the topper is as he's treading water. He's like, oh my god! I'm like, yeah. His of course, arms of course. Flailing. Yeah, yeah. of course we're drinking, and it's like, yeah. hey, dude, it's like two feet deep. You can yeah, stand up. Yeah, and then finally he stands up. He's like, ah, and then. It's all full of muck too, so he really didn't want to stand up. But oh, yeah, it was, no, I mean, you can't get any more classic Greg than that. That was just. No. And then you pull him over, and you're like, "What happened?" He's like, "Well, I jumped out to save you guys." He's like, "I didn't want the boat to tip over." And we're just like, "Yeah, bullshit, you fell out." Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because he was underwater for I don't know a couple of seconds. It seemed like an eternity. You know what, though, the way that one more told that, like where he said that I jumped out to save you guys and stuff. <laughs> It's probably all bullshit, but he was really good at when something like that would happen, uh, coming up with those kind of one-liners. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Where you like bullshit. Yeah, but but they were always good. He was always quick at that. Quick and genuine. He was always quick at uh, those and could come up with something real quick. I'm like. I almost felt like he had a list of that. He must have stayed up at night and figured out, hey, look, if I'm ever with with Father John and one more in a boat and I fall out, this is the line I'm going to use. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's like a comedy writer. He's like, oh, man, in case this ever happens, I need to have this, yes. right? Yes. Because, yes. dude, you got to admit, he was quick with that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just throw it out there. Oh, I wait. Just, you know what? If we're going to do Greg's stories, you got to tell them the one where he jumped out the scare. Oh. Walking down the road yeah. from the bar. We are at a Oh my god. There was a bar involved? Yeah. yeah go figure. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what the bar's name was? Uh, Beavers. Yeah. Yeah. A, Father John at Beavers. Yeah. You know, I get defrocked again. Father John in the defrocking at Beavers. I, I my my uh wife Roscoe gave me some shit about my uh one t shirt that I have and I won't say that. But uh from the hardware store. Okay. And uh, she didn't realize that that was the name of the town. Okay. <laughs> Oops. My bad. You fuck goats. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, that's a whole nother story. Yeah, that was right, dude. Father, dude, we'll tell you that story. We'll tell you that story. The next time that you're down at the Hornet, uh, we need the Hornet blessed. Yes, Actually, he, he probably needs an exorcism. That's a whole other. That's a whole other. Yeah, some that's sage. We need yeah, some incense. Yeah, it just <laughs> died. It just died. Smudge. So, um, smudging. So, so, go ahead. What's the the scary story? You were at uh, you were you, at, the, at the tavern. So we were at Beavers, and every you know, late at night, drinking, and everybody's up at everybody's up at the cottage, and you know, uh, you sound a lot sexier. 
There you when go. You're, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're scaring me. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways. Let's not go down that road. So <laughs> we're at Beavers. Listen, you can just pay me off. The Catholic Church does it. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, I thought we were Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't scrubbing that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just, oh. Look, the truth hurts, man. I'm just telling you. Oh. I, I always thought that was an exit back there, not an <laughs> <Yeah>. entrance. <laughs> All right, so you better get back to the story. You're at Beavers. We're going down the wrong road. You, now, this story that happened at Beavers, is this prior to your defrocking or oh. after your defrocking? Oh, well after my defrocking. All right. Yes. So, so yeah, this didn't even phase you then? No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> so we're at Beavers, and we had, uh, you know, the kids and everybody are up there. So everybody went back to the cottage, and it was just Greg and I. And we're sitting at the bar, and all of a sudden, now it's time Beavers is closing. So we grabbed our beers, and we're leaving. And it's uh, about two, three blocks walk down the road back to the cottage. And then they shut the light off out in front of Beavers, so it was pitch black. All of a sudden, we see... No streetlights. Yeah, we see a couple of flashlights coming towards us. And it was my son and his friend. And you could hear him talking. And so we're like, okay. Was it one of the twins? No, it was actually... uh, uh, Nick. Oh, okay. And Randy. Oh, hey, and as long as you bring up Nick, a uh, shout out to Nick if you listen to the part. That was cool. He came out to uh, the celebration last night. It yeah. was cool to see him. That was a different Nick. Is oh, not Nick? the same Nick? No, not different Nick. Oh, God. There's more than one Nick in yeah, your family? There's a couple of Nicks. Oh. Is, well, yeah. Anyway, are they all back like back? Nick? Are all the Nicks the same? <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Just, anyway, so, anyways, we're, we're in the middle of nowhere. Walking down a dark road. Well, it is in the middle of nowhere. We're coming from a bar, but it's just resorts and stuff on a on a road dark. And all of a sudden, uh, we see the flashlights, and it's the boys coming. So we're like, "Hey, Greg, let's scare the living daylights out of him." He's like, "Great idea!" So we get off to the side of the road, and all of a sudden, here, wha bang! And, and all of a sudden, it's like, "What?" And he's like, "Oh my god, what is it? What is it?" And I'm like. And I, I turn around and I turn on the flashlight on my phone, and he walked into a mailbox. <laughs> and he's like, he didn't know what it was. <laughs> well, yeah. Even the dogs think that's a great story. Wait, but what? Was he hurt? No, he was scared. He didn't know what it was. So then I, I look at him, and here comes, here comes the two boys. And they're like, they could hear us. And I go, oh, real stealthy, Greg. (laughs) And he's stuck. He was stuck on the mailbox. Now, my question is, I've been on that road. okay, And I know the area you're talking about. (laughs) What is more concerning is... Why the fuck is there a mailbox on that road? How much? Be- how many people drive to that mailbox to mail stuff well, in that area? People, some people do live up. I know, but <laughs> yeah, I know that area, dude. Yeah. There's a more. There's a better place for a mailbox. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There's probably only three mailboxes down that whole road. Well, right, and, right into and the two. one. He found one. In oh, there. wait a minute. Wait, no, no, no. Is it a mailbox that was? I'm picturing a blue United States Postal Service. No, no, oh, no, drop no, no. Personal, personal. Oh, personal all right. Now that makes box. sense because I'm picturing a blue mailbox. That he no. Walked into a blue one. No. No, at about a, about a thousand yards, he found one mailbox. Yeah. And you would think he'd walk into a tree, you know, but no, he walks yeah. into then a Then he mailbox. looks at me and he goes, "Why does this always happen to me?" Yeah. And I'm st- I couldn't answer him because I was laughing so hard. Oh God! Back in the day when we used to uh, go to the uh, the lake up uh, in northern Illinois, up where uh, Tim and Alyssa are, and uh, we would go to this. I can see the name of that bar, right? 
I don't see why not. Yeah, so we'd go to this bar called Rookies, and we would, on the way there, uh, we would uh, hang glow sticks on the, f- on the fence and on the bushes so that at the end I of the night we could find our way back to the, to the, to the condo. Usually a pretty rough night by oh, the time oh, you're yeah. done. At oh, rookies. my if God. You're fishing all day oh, or fishing all the lake in the morning. <laughs> oh, God. And I've, I've, been to, I've been to that establishment you referenced up there in the Northwoods, and that's a great place. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a great, that's a great area you guys are are uh, so, so, so lucky to have. And as long as we're talking about uh, great establishments and good places to go and everything, a big shout-out um, to the Oaklawn Raiders Athletic Social Club. Correct? Absolutely, yes. Is that the name of it? I did it all in the right order? I think so. Oaklawn Raiders Athletic I just show up Social Club had their winter picnic at the Homestead in Oaklawn, uh, a true Southside establishment. Now I thought I saw a banner. They've been that that establishment has been there seventy years. Is that what yeah, I saw? It's like a house. And yes, um, you're correct. They had the banner out. Yeah, yep. it's seventy years. And uh, shout out to those guys. It's the first time I had ever been there. One more, and Father John's family were there. They were kind enough to invite me out there. Roscoe was in Vegas uh, visiting the kids, and I was on um, uh, Hallie uh, Recovery Watch from her ACL surgery, which she's doing pretty good on. But uh, thanks so much to to you guys and your family for inviting me. I had had so much fun. (laughs) I I did. When we were leaving, you could just tell you were like, yeah. Well, you know, they were some really nice people. We met some uh, – Got reacquainted with some friends from high school, yep, yep. which I didn't expect to happen, which was fun to, to talk to them. We met some uh, Republican candidates uh, that were running. They had their petitions there. Um, I believe one of them was uh, Sean Murphy, who's running uh, I think for rec district or something like that, um, uh, Republican candidate, which I had no problem signing his uh, petition to run. But we met a lot of great people. And I guess this started out as, and I might, if I have this wrong, and I'd like to have these guys, we talked to some people about having them in. Yeah. I think they have an interesting story. I, I believe their story when the guy was on a microphone, they started out with like five guys. I thought it was like a softball, was it a softball team or something like that? They it was just a handful of guys. Yeah. And they started doing this. And they're like all the original guys, and they just have this fundraiser, and then they just pick whatever charity is worthy of it at the time, and they give them the money. Yep. yep. And all of the food, I didn't know this till we talked to one of the guys later at night. And by the way, uh, these guys that did the cooking. Uh, uh, oh, delicious. Unbelievable. Tons it's probably the, the ribs were. Venison chili, ribs, corn. Italian sausage, Italian sausage, fried turkey, turkey. I didn't get any of the turkey because I, I was consuming the ribs. The ribs yeah, were just no, amazing. No, they are good ribs. Yeah, they, they were I mean, so like good. You just go there for the ribs. Well, in what was interesting, this was held at a tavern called the Homestead, and um, yeah, this is the you know this true South Side fashion. Yeah, what I'm put about up to some say. big tents out in the yeah. side side area, like the beer garden. They put up big tents. Yeah, with and what and, stuff and what like I was going to say in the true South Side fashion of of doing what's right. All of their competitors donated stuff to this picnic for free. So you had taverns like Clancy's donated stuff. Yeah. Other taverns donated stuff. So this group, they didn't spend any money on food. Their purveyors donated. So the rib guy donated the ribs and all this stuff was donated. So they really didn't have a lot of overhead. So that they had some really good 
uh, oh, yeah, funds to donate. They did a bar- uh, two, I think, two wheelbarrows full of booze. Oh, at least, yeah, yeah. And yeah. TV and then they were yeah, and the TV jersey, had the Daytona jerseys. 500 on. It was, yeah, yeah, they were doing jerseys and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, it's a yeah. great, it's a great fundraiser. And then, of course, the big, like two long, three long tables of uh, baskets. Yeah, with all um, kinds of stuff from. The but party. shout out to them! What a what a, a fantastic organization! Yeah, they were um, founded in 1974. Nice, 48 years. Yeah, they're what a what a great group of people. Um, and. Uh, Fantastic time, folks. So if you ever get a chance to go to their winter picnic, um, you should check it out. They had a big-ass tent set up. And uh, I'm, uh, I don't know if remorseful is what I should say, but I'm I'm, uh, I'm sad that I just finally found out about it, you know. Um, what a great time. But a great I know group Greg's of people. Been, Greg's been there, so I know we've mentioned it over You probably years. have. And, Actually, you know, Greg, Greg came as, with my mom as a date because it was cheaper back in the day to <laughs> do, a, do a family pass. So instead of him coming in, both of them paying single. Are you implying that Greg was cheap? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He was just, uh, but yeah. So he he, he was cost conservative. Yes, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I got him Fru- a rubber band gun. For him there for I, we've already covered that on I the think, podcast. I think he called him frugal. Oh, he was just uh, Pennywise. That's all. Yeah, isn't but that, isn't that a clown that eats people or something like that? Squirrel. Where are we going with this? John Gacy well, shit now? What the hell? I don't I mean, know. This the, is Stephen King. I have no Pennywise. idea. It's, it's, what are you guys drinking again? Hailstorm Irish Red. Right, which is what, 5.5% alcohol? Yes. That's why he went to the scary clown thing or whatever it was he just talking about. Well, I'm no better. I started talking about the frogs. <laughs> yes, and so, where did that go? I don't know. We don't want to go back there. Um, but uh, uh, again, back to the folks in, in that, that group. Uh, what a great group of people. So if you ever get a chance, check it out. Um, and I did notice now that they have a banner up um, that they've got a Queen of Hearts raffle. And that's uh, at uh, uh, B.J. McMahon's. Uh, I think so. Uh, 95th Street in Oakland. Uh, so check them out. Um, hey, this weekend, as long as we're talking about establishments and stuff, uh, this weekend is the Southside South Irish Parade in the Beverly neighborhood. It's finally back after two years off um, because of COVID. And before that, it, it took a hiatus as well because um, it just got too big and too uncontrollable. Uh, so, folks, if you're going out there this weekend. Uh, it's going to be cold. Yeah, it's going to be cold. But be thankful and be smart. Remember the fact that this parade was shut down for a couple years because it started to get too big, like I said, and uh, then you had two years off because of COVID. Um, be thankful for what you got, and uh, don't don't fuck this up. <laughs> it says it's going to be a high of 53, so that's actually not too bad. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, have a good time out there. Be safe, be smart, and do all the right things. Um so um, I, I don't. I, we can't avoid this, and I want to ask both you guys. And I, regardless of whoever the guest, as long as you're up, I'll take a uh, whatever I'm drinking, Modelo Negra, Negra from uh, 1925. It's good stuff. It's a dark. It's a little darker than the regular. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's not not quite Guinness. No, but, but it's got that that darkness to it. Um, no, it's good stuff. It's you know, when, when it's we of, it's a little stronger than their. Uh, so when we were than the regular. so when at Hailstorm, I, I noticed when we were looking at there. I've also talked about uh, Horse Thief Hollow, yes. 
And Horse Thief makes... I makes, still got to get there for their venison burger. Well, you got some time off before your next adventure. So we'll, you want to go out to lunch one day? Okay, sounds good. We'll go out to lunch, and uh, we'll get a venison burger. I don't think we should try Sunday, though. It might be a little busy. Yeah, yeah. No, we won't. But I mean, I, you got some time off before your next adventure. So we'll, we'll go one day, okay. you know, and we'll get some lunch there. And uh, maybe we'll talk to Neil. Neil Byers, uh, the owner and operator of uh, Horse Thief Follow Out there. Great guy. Um but they, they have one of the greatest uh, venison out. burgers. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's I think it's fantastic. But anyway, um, what, what was I talking about? Uh, Squirrel venison burgers, venison burgers, horse thief. I got distracted about the. Oh no, that's what I want to ask you. So I, when I when me and Roscoe, um, well, unfortunately, uh, horse thief hollows in the city. It's in the Beverly neighborhood, and they got all caught up, and it's not their fault. I get you got to play by the rules that uh, you had to have a vax card and everything to get in there. So me and Roscoe haven't been in there for a while. But back when we used to go there, they had a uh, beer um, that had uh, chocolate in it and coffee and all kinds of stuff. And I noticed that Hailstorm had one similar to that on their menu board. Have you ever had that? No, I haven't. It's, and it said it had maple in it. Okay, yeah. No, the last stuff I had was that peanut butter stuff, that Vlad stuff that knocked me on my ass. Yeah. Yeah. 10%, now, could you t- taste it? Was it peanut buttery? A little bit, not really. It was It was a really thick, dark beer. Is that called a stout? Uh, you know what? Do you know what a I, stout is? I thought it was like an IPA. Well, what is what you're drinking? Uh, this is, is that like an a, IPA or is that a red? No, it's like that's a, a red. It's like an Irish. So it's just a red. red. Yeah. Yes. Like a, I don't understand all that. I don't. Neither do I. I just drink it if it tastes good. I drink it. Never. Now my son Trevor, he's a big IPA guy. Yeah. What does IPA stand for? Uh, Indian Pale Ale. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Glad he's you're well versed in religion and alcohol. Well, <laughs> he lives close to the bars. And the you, you bless people with alcohol, don't you? I try. <laughs> that's what's in your wad. <laughs> holy water. Yeah, that's why you're here. You're drinking the holy water. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's better than Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, drink right. Jim Jones. Drink the beer. Uh, you know, well, we got to talk. That's the one thing that we're going to have to talk about anyway, so regardless oh. who was on here. But, uh, no, that, that, uh, they, had, they had one that had all those flavors in it. It looked intriguing. Yeah. They, so. they, they have so many different flavors over there. The only thing that stinks is they, uh, they kind of change it. It's like all of a sudden they come out with this flavor, and it lasts for a while, and then it goes away. It's like if you find something you like, it's kind of like you're like, hey, can you keep it? And like yeah, the, but- the Irish Reds, they, they uh, won awards. <clears throat> they won, won award. several awards on the Irish Red. Yeah, nice. but, it, but it went away for a while. They kind of like stopped making it. I was like, I almost cried. I was like, that's my favorite beer from them. But from a from a business standpoint and a marketing standpoint, um, that makes total sense. Yeah, I get you know it. why, you know, you, if you have if you have it all the time and then you're gonna get bored of it and you're gonna go and try and find exactly. something new. Exactly. So if they have it from time to time, you're gonna be jonesing for it and you're gonna go back when they have it. Yeah. It's a great business strategy. Yeah. No. It's kind of like us with the podcast. We were doing it every week, and now I, I we'll do it every two weeks because yeah. people are like really craving it because they've had a whole week off. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but the Hellstorm, they do the Vlad that you're talking about, and the Vlad they have a Neapolitan, and the Neapolitan, it's keep going. You taste the chocolate, the vanilla, and the strawberry when you're drinking it. It's it's phenomenal. So yeah, oh no, I I don't doubt it. It's good stuff. I, I don't doubt it. 
We've got phones going off. We got uh, fingers going in all kinds of directions here. We're a little distracted at the moment. Um, I don't know why we're all distracted all of a sudden. <laughs> it's like the beer's kicking in. Yeah, I don't know who that is. But anyway, um, that's the see if my warranty's up on my truck. Oh, you get those calls too. Yeah, dude, did you see the thing online? Of uh, I saw um, it's a sex trafficking scam of where you to your phone this purse they send you a picture of the it's a picture of this blonde girl okay and it says hey was daydreaming about you today and we haven't talked in a while give me a call and it's like looks like a regular phone number and I saw this article over the weekend about this is a sex trafficking phishing scam that whoever's doing this has figured out how to do this on your phone if they can get a hold of your phone number. And if you click on this thing, you're screwed. This thing has got, like, it automatically can track you forever. Really? Yes. Well, I, I, it came to my phone before I saw this article. you got to stop going to those websites. <laughs> dude, dude <laughs> you know what? I don't go to those websites. <laughs> those websites just wind up in my mailbox somehow. I don't know. I you told you, it's kind of like the well, what you were saying about where uh, dude, on uh, Facebook it just shows up. Yeah, so well, you must be talking about it or something. No, I, I'm blaming it on the girls in the office. They talk about all kinds of crazy shit. You would have no idea how the girls in the office talk. They're worse than guys. I'm telling you. And I and I was supposed to finish something about what they were talking about in the office, Squirrel. and I don't even remember what that was. And then he woke up. Damn it, I can't remember what it there is. There was now. a blonde sending yeah. me something on so, my phone. Yeah. And then the alarm went Listen, off. Listen, you're the one who got defrocked. Okay, so I'm Yeah, so I'm good. I'm fine. You need to yeah. be defrocked. Yeah. Kelly's licking him in the face. Yeah. yeah. You ever hear that song uh by REM, Losing My Religion? Yeah. 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 Me and me and one more are gonna blaze that on the way home, man. There you go. Yeah. You're You'll gonna, be thinking of me the yeah. whole way, too. Yeah, next time you go to the bathroom, we're gonna steal your phone. We're gonna change your ringtone to that too. You know what? And what's so funny now is that uh, one more probably remembers this because we're exactly the same age, and you're you're only got a couple years on us. But when I look at you now, I'm going to look at you a whole different way. Right now, when I'm looking at you, I'm picturing Father Guido Sarducci. Remember him from Saturday Night Live? Yes. (laughs) He's laughing. I'm going to get you that little collar. Actually, I'm going to go. I'm going to go over to the barber shop. Father Guido Sarducci. And he had a cigarette. Very, very, very good to me. No, 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 no. You're screwing it up. No, that's Rosanna. No, 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 no. She had a little sweat the ball. I didn't know. Yeah. That was that was Rose. the one you went into was not Father Guido Sarducci. You know who that was? No, who was that? That was uh, Garrett Morris when he would play Chico Escuela, the baseball player. Baseball had been a very very good to me. That was that <laughs> okay. was him. But dude, whatever. I mean, all you religious freaks, you, you mess mess stuff up all the time. Anyway, <laughs> so you, you, you ditched our best friend into the water, and you just kept on fucking going. Oh, oh, you, you oh, oh, I forgot. You religious freaks are also green freaks. It was all about getting the styrofoam out of the ocean. Or wherever you were at. The boat kept going yeah. on its own. And well, we've covered a lot of stuff here. We told you that mailboxes apparently move in the dark. 
<laughs> yeah, right in front of people. Yeah. You can get great. you Only can great. get defrocked in a strip club. <laughs> We've Easily. learned that. We've For learned a lot. Bucks. We've learned a lot here in episode six, uh, and I have no idea why it's called the Angels Above. One more wanted to call it the defrocking of Father John. <laughs> but there I, we go. Can you imagine if someone types in their podcast on Google, and the episode comes up? The defrocking of Father John. Dude, we got it. We should change it. I think you should. Oh, my God. The traffic will go through the rough. It'll yeah. probably be a bunch of fucking sickos. <laughs> yeah, probably like, yeah, religion. religion. We're going to get a lot like, of religion. Squirrel. Religion. The Pope. We are so off topic. Yeah, the Pope might start <laughs> listening. <laughs> yeah. The Pope. Who got defrocked? Who got no. defrocked? I, don't, okay. I didn't authorize that. That might be the one download we have in Italy. Yes. When you shit your pants, and when I look at the stats, there's one download from Vatican City. <laughs> the defrocking of who? Yeah, you're gonna get a letter in the mail from the first church of wherever the hell I got my diploma. <laughs> they're gonna take your. They're gonna defrock you. <laughs> yeah, the Universal okay. Church. That's Hawaii. another shirt I can picture now. The Windy City Road redneck logo on the front, and on the back it just says defrock you. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that's sweet. yeah. dude. I, I, we got to trademark that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just don't have a picture of me. <laughs> we'll put a picture of Father Guido Sarducci on the back. There you, there go. you go. And then we'll get sued by Lauren Michaels and all yeah, the folks at SNL. <laughs> that's fine. Just, yeah, we, we can't afford it. You'll have fun <laughs> doing it. So, hey, let's get back on a, a serious topic. I want to finish up on something serious, um, and I don't want to ignore it. Um, current events are a huge part of um, – you know, our our lives, and we're sitting here, we're joking, we're having a good time, we're telling some stories and stuff, but we only have that ability to do that um, because of where we live, the United States of America, and uh, we have all of our freedoms, you have your First Amendment, your Second Amendment, me and one more, uh, last night at the celebration, we were wearing our Windy City Redneck Podcast uh, t-shirts, and on the back, um, there's a phrase on there that's in regards to freedom of speech, and then we have a saying on the back of it, and I don't know it word for word, because we just got those uh, printed up, but it's uh, from George Washington, and it's uh, very appropriate. Is that we're able to do all of this stuff because of where we live and because of our forefathers, the way they thought about the Constitution and laid it out. And this this land is like no other land. And right now you have the conflict that's going on in Ukraine, and there's so many people that are losing their lives senselessly and everything. Um, I'll I'll start out with one more. Uh, we'll, we'll go we'll go down to the far end there. And I'll just ask your opinion on it. Um, do you think you think we should be doing more uh, over overseas? Yeah, in Ukraine. Do you think we should be doing more? I don't want to see our men and women going over there, but I think we should supply them with whatever they need and like do it now. I think we're actually. I think we dropped the ball a long time ago. I think we should have been helping them out when this was all building up. Uh, you know, you don't you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. You just see what's on the news. And I think we should have just helped them out more. Should they have been put in the UN? I don't know because I think that would have started World War Three. <clears throat> I think maybe if they can make them a neutral country and give a buffer. You're talking about adding them to NATO. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if maybe just if they maybe they can settle it by making them neutral, yeah. kind of like a Switzerland or something like that. Like, hey, you're neutral, you're sovereign, yeah. and keeping everybody happy. Well, what's amazing is Switzerland. Putin, Putin's not going to get out of there. Because he thinks he's trying to take yeah. over, you know, 
Well, even in this one, Switzerland picked a side. I know, I know, which is awesome. That just kind of shows. I mean, I think that's today's society with, you know, everything being thrown out at you instantly. Everybody's seeing instant message, you know, instant pictures of what's going on. Yeah. I don't think we're seeing the whole picture. I don't think everybody knows the whole picture of what's going on behind the scenes. But, uh, yeah, it's a a mess. I think think, definitely think we should uh, supply them with whatever they need to help them fight the Russians. I mean... You know, it's their country. They should be able to, you know, defend it. I don't know about the fly zone. I mean, that's pretty much putting our guys in harm's way, and I don't. That's just going to escalate and bring bring people into it. I don't know. It's a it's a very complicated uh, situation over there, and I I'm just a simple guy that just you know. Yeah. No, I, I I mean I get it. What do you, what do you think, Father John? I agree. Uh, you know, it's a difficult situation, but I think. Uh, this has been building for a long time, and I think there was opportunities to diffuse it and more support early on than what they got. And, you know, there's economical sanctions going on. And, you know, unfortunately, I feel really sorry for the uh, Russian population because they're the ones that are going to be really hurt because of one man's decision. But um, it's a, it's uncertain times. And uh, I think we all have to just wait and see how this thing plays out. But it's uh, it's a difficult place right now for them. The thing that bothers me is at the humanitarian side. I hate seeing these, you know, and uh, our listeners know what, what news channel I watch. Yeah, um, yeah I don't want to watch that anymore. I get so mad. The other yeah, day. doesn't that have frogs on it? <laughs> yeah. But <clears throat> it's... It's still it's still skewed. As much as I believe in the channel that I watch, they're still yeah they're they're skewed. still culpable yeah because they're showing me exactly what I want to see. They, they have a point of view. They're they, pushing. they they all do. They all have an agenda. I wish we didn't. Everyone didn't have such an agenda. Um, but it is the pictures that you're seeing now and everything that's that's sad. And um, those are families. And for me, I don't know if I did. I don't think we touched. The conflict wasn't going on when we were on episode five two weeks ago, right? No, no it wasn't. I have I have uh, three guys um, in my installation department at work that are Ukrainian. Really? And they have family that's trapped there. Uh, one guy, his uh, uh, mother and sister, now they're all in, uh, I, you would think as much as I've been watching it, I would know how to pronounce these names exactly. Uh Live or Lviv, whatever it is, the one that's the most Western. Um, They've gotten there. uh, My other installer, his mother and brother made it to Poland, and the other one just doesn't know uh, where his family's at. And what's interesting is is that when this started, I went on Amazon and tried to order a Ukrainian flag um, in support of these guys, put on our flagpole. We have a, a huge yard in the back of our warehouse, and I was going to hang it for these guys. Um, the expected ship date on the Ukrainian flag from Amazon was going to be uh, March 19th, and now in on, in March 19th, and then now it's even on back order more. I'm not even going to get it. So, uh, but, that, you know, this country, like I said, I mean, with me and one more, we were sporting our gear last night. 
not because we were trying to sell it or, or, or promote the brand, but I think it's because we're both proud of what we're doing in our spare time. And I, I, I love doing this podcast with you, so I hope you continue to be my co-host. It's been fun that you've, that you've come on board. <laughs> I'm having fun. I don't know how much more people can tolerate me, but I'll, I'll come as, dude, as long as we still get some uh, people listening. I'm, dude, I'm I, th- I, think we have, I think we have stuff to offer. And it, on the back of the shirts, one more just looked it up, and it's, it's cool. It's, if the freedom of speech is taken away, then dumb and silent we may be led like sheep to the slaughter by George Washington. And that's, there's so much, we're able to to do this, you know, right now, and we're able to, you know, uh, you know, Father John got ordained, we make fun of that, or we make fun of, make light of everything, and sometimes to get through these sort of uh, tough times, you got to make light of things, you know, as when a... I think we touched upon it in one of our, our podcasts is all this woke bullshit. You know, one of the things that gets you through tough times like this and everything is comedy. Your comedians can't even be comedians anymore. Yeah. Well, you don't worry about who the fuck you're offended. Well, the best part of Ukraine isn't the president, a former comic. Yeah, who was in a sitcom that he was the president. You knew that, right? No, I did that part I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, the sitcom, the comedy that he was in was that he was a comedian who ran for president and won. That's awesome. And yes, and uh, how can you not like that guy? You know what? If actually, if you listen to comedians, I think comedians are some of the smartest people in the world because they actually pay attention to what's going on, and their jokes are usually about what's real in life and actuality, and they make fun of it. But that's the smart thing about them is they're making light of real events and real things and actual you know and i i agree with you but also think about this about them they're also some of the most troubled people no i mean seriously no seriously i mean look at guys like robin williams yeah and you have all these other comedians that you know and there's some comedians i've read stories about them that they're who they are on stage and then dude they're a recluse if they're not on stage they can't they can't have a conversation they can't they can't do some normal things and stuff. That's yeah. the only way they can participate, you know. Yeah. It's a, which is a sad thing. But I do get your point. Yeah. It, it it makes complete sense. What do you think of the president of Ukraine, Father John? What do you think of him? Well, I think he's fabulous. I mean, he's done a great job with that country. And you know, if we have time in the podcast, I'd love to do a prayer for them. We will. I mean, we will. We'll do uh, here episode number seven. I'm laughing a little bit because. I was drinking at the same time. I just got to say this. There's a couple of things I got to say. Why well, I never thought I'd be doing a podcast. With a father? <laughs> and me and John. And we're talking about porta potties, John. And you want to pray for someone? <laughs> no, dude, I love you to death. I swear to God. All right, I'm patting him on the shoulder. All right, let me be serious. And you said that seriously. Oh, I'm serious. I have a prayer all set up. I'm sure you do, and I'll and and, and you can do it. And I, you know what? Uh, truth be told, there was uh, in uh, my my wife's family, um, she has a, an uncle who's uh, uh, pretty religious, and uh, I, I actually I, I would listen to him. He they would always let him do the family prayer. And it made sense to me. I'm not. I'm not a huge religious dude. I do believe there's a higher being, and we're all here for a reason, whatever. But anyway, her her uncle would always do these prayers, and it finally got to the point to where, in the beginning, it was just I would listen to them, right? 
just kind of, I don't want to say it was noise. But then the older I got, I would start listening to his message. And um, when it, 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 it was always really genuine. And um, one, I don't even remember what it was. He did. He was an influence on me. That we we had some sort of family function, to where we we had our family there, and he was not there. And all of a sudden, me, I just said to to my family that was there, I'm like, "All right, everyone, bow your heads. Let's say a prayer." One, I thought my wife was going to fall out of her fucking chair, <laughs> but. It it struck a chord with me that that he wasn't there. We were used to these sort of functions, and that this this could go down. And um, I, I I did the prayer. And there's been times now to where I've actually you know sort of kind of followed that line. I think there I think there's a place for it. I think you should believe in something. Yeah. I think you should go to the same church that he goes and get ordained. The First Baptist Church of Hairstorm Brewery. <laughs> that would be a great church. I would go there every Sunday. <laughs> and Saturday and Friday night. Monday. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get, what do they call that thing? A pulpit? Or what's the thing? We're going to get you. We're going to make you one. And no, that's an orange juice. <laughs> that's pulp free. All right. We have so, another 5.5. It's a good thing we're at your house. <laughs> but no, and I'm not making fun of, of the... Of, the religion and stuff, but just getting back to the to the people of Ukraine, and I didn't want to have. I don't think that it's fair that that we have this podcast and you just. I'm not. I'm not judging anyone, and if either one of you guys feel the other way, I'm not judging anyone about. You know, there's other podcasts out there that are topic specific, and I thought we were going to be in the beginning, and we've turned out not to be. We can't even stay on topic. Um, For a but I don't think I don't think it's fair that you ignore current events, and I think current events molds who you are and, and, and shapes the world that we're able to live in and have that 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 freedom of speech and, and do that stuff. So I, I thought it was important to ask you guys, and I, in my opinion, I think that you can tell just from the way I'm asking the questions and everything. Um, I think they're amazing people. Now, the guy, I don't know if you've seen it, and I'll encourage our listeners to check this guy out. I don't remember his name. But there is a UFC fighter from Arkansas um, that has been interviewed. He was on the – they were having a press conference, and someone asked him what he thought about what was going on in Ukraine. And this guy's, this guy's answer was just – it was unbelievable. Um, and when you look at this guy, and he's from Arkansas, and you look at him, you think this is just some – country bumpkin that doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about he's an idiot and everything listen to this guy's message this guy's this guy's smart and he he lays it out and uh he's got it i think uh i'm with this dude listen to his message and check him out he's just google ufc fighter arkansas speaks his mind about the current ukraine situation and he's got a pretty good take on it i encourage you to um take a look at that um we are running so long. I do apologize for that, but this is a pretty, pretty good episode. So we're going to wrap things up here. Um, Father John, um, welcome to the podcast. Like I said, you. you're, you're welcome to come on anytime. One of the things that we do towards the end of the podcast is we, uh, a lot of first-timers in the end, um, give you the opportunity at the end. I don't know if you've ever seen this show. It's called uh, Hot Ones, and it's uh, this guy, Sean Evans, and he has people on, and they eat these hot wings, and they wings get hotter and hotter and he asks more and more questions and at the end whether they make it through the challenge or not he always lets that gives them a couple seconds on the microphone um 
to think, you know, plug a movie, uh, you know, uh, plug an appearance they may have at their at the Church of Hailstorm or whatever. Um, but uh, I'm going to give you the mic. Uh, anybody you want to thank? Shout out to anybody? I want to thank you. And I want to thank uh, one more for inviting me on. <clears throat> Excuse me, inviting me on the podcast. This has been wonderful. Yeah, it's. Uh, I want you back on, dude. Is, is, it the, is that the Father John voice? You're going to go from like talking normal to the when the priest comes out, to you turn around and get that Father John voice going. Yeah. Well, you know, dude, you're, you're welcome to come on. Um, I love it. I love it. Um, one more. Uh, um, I'm sure uh, you have some some shout outs. Do you want to or no? No, I'll pass this week. We'll bring him up next week. Okay. You sure? Yeah, I had a little too much last night. I'm, I'm still well, a little foggy. Okay. Well, that's fine. Well, I, I, I do have a couple uh, shout-outs. Uh, Shout-out to Paul Post, um, who is celebrating his 81st birthday. He's a, a guy on the south side. He's uh, one of my baseball coaches. Um, we have talked about um, him and his grandson, uh, Kyle, from the uh, band Transgressions. I see the transgressions is uh, going to be in concert somewhere too. We got to get those guys in. Um, I've been telling Kyle we were going to do that, um, but uh, happy birthday to Paul Post, eighty first birthday. Uh, happy, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Yeah, happy birthday to uh, our founding president Greg Say. Happy um, birthday, Greg! Yeah, miss you, bud. Heavenly birthday! Yeah, um, happy birthday to him. And then uh, my other my other shout out is uh, to all the folks I saw last night at one more celebration. Um, there's a, there's a, there's one thing that never, people aren't told thank you very often. And I, I tried to go out of, I don't want to say I went out of my way, but, um, I tried to thank as many people as I could last night for their dedication to their craft, to their profession, whatever it was you did. And I even said the same thing to you last night, Father John, you got the 37 years in, in, in your craft and everything. And there's dedication, service, loyalty, duty country all that stuff i truly believe in all that and i tried anyone that i spoke to last night that i met probably for the first time last night were all genuine people um and uh that didn't surprise me because one more is a very genuine guy um if you folks haven't figured it out these these two guys are brothers um and truly brothers not just brothers in arms and uh you guys come from the same mold i enjoyed hanging out with your family last night your sister was there your mother was there when i was at the homestead i got to hang out uh, your dad was there i mean it was a good time every time i'm with your family i always have a good time and when i'm around uh, a bunch of your friends and stuff so shout out to all those guys who were at the celebration last night you deserve much more than this shout out you guys bust your ass you you, you, you do things that no one else wants to do uh one more has been walking around and wearing his t-shirt that we have our first responder series one where it says on the back um they face what you fear and you know that that holds true for what we were just talking about too the folks in ukraine um those people are facing something but they certainly don't fucking fear it because i have never seen um a, a group of people um you know our our amendments and what we have here bearing arms you know i mean that's unbelievable the the pictures you know some of them are bullshit you know the, the supermodel with the airsoft gun and all that so but that's a whole other story but you know i mean there's people that are they're willing to die for their country for their absolutely country, you know and uh yeah they passed an amendment or something like right at the right before the war started that allowing the release of weapons that was in the isra uh post <clears throat> so they could basically help arm their citizens 
yeah. so they could def- help defend their country. An amazing, amazing people. Yeah, and that that completes absolutely. Um, that completes my shout out to folks I met uh, last night that I had a great time with, and all the usual suspects. Thanks to all the guys in the club and everything. And um, I know you were being serious. So uh, thanks for being on the podcast, Father John. I'm going to leave things up to you. Uh, you said you want to do a closing prayer, and uh, we'll do that. Okay. Here's to the folks in Ukraine. As the world watches the events unfolding in Ukraine, we want to remind our global community of the power they have, the power of prayer. Prayer brings hope. Prayer brings unite. Prayer strengthens. Let's join together and ask God for comfort protect and provide for the people of Ukraine. God, we need you. We always have. You are our source of strength. You tell us to give you all our concerns. Bring protection and healing to the people of Ukraine. Show them that you are with them and that you hear their prayers. Please strengthen anyone who is feeling hurt, alone, or broken. Replace any feelings of anxiety, fear, and uncertainty with your peace and hope. Draw near to us as we draw near to you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I hear you on that one. And well said. And uh, that was from the heart. That's That was no bullshit. That's no joke. And I can see it in your eyes. And that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the fact that you went through and you got ordained and did what you did and i'm really impressed I, I was surprised at your response that you asked the questions of the bride and groom and it shows that uh and like i was saying in my shout out you guys are genuine people um no doubt on that and um great job on that and uh spread the word folks you know um it's unbelievable what's going on over there and um hopefully things change for the better um and that's what we need and uh Really hope you've enjoyed this episode of Windy City Redneck, the podcast. Season 2, Episode 6, The Angels Above, and Segment 2, The Defrocking of Father John. (laughs) Yeah. You're listening to the band Out of Touch in the background. Thanks again to Father John for joining us one more as usual. Love you both. Yes, thanks for having me. In the background, you're listening to the band Out of Touch tomorrow night. Or today, because I'm probably going to stitch this together on Friday morning. Friday, March 11th, Heart Saloon, 99th and Artesian in Evergreen Park, Illinois. Come out and see Will, Vito, Nick, and Tim, and uh, Beck, uh, all the guys out there. It's going to be a great night. The, uh, 9 o'clock, $5 at the door. I would get there early if you can. Again, uh, shout out to our angels above. Bill, may you rest in peace. Happy birthday to Greg. Um, and uh, I don't know what else to say, but thanks again for joining us, folks. We do appreciate it. Check us out at WindyCityRedneck.com. New apparel coming out this weekend on the website. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. One more. What do we say every week? Stay safe. Stay warm. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Windy City Redneck, the podcast. God bless all of you. God bless the folks of Ukraine. Amen. We'll see you in two weeks. I